What's good, y'all? Uptown Tone back with another episode of the 444 Podcast. Excuse me. The first 444 Podcast of 2020. Happy New Year. Happy New Decade to everybody, man. I'm back here with the councilman. He is back. Zeke, what's good with you? What's good, everybody? Excited to be back. Excited to be a guest slash co-host here with my my man, Tone. 444 Podcast. So excited to be able to talk fully sports. I think this is going to be the first podcast for the New decade. For the new decade. Also, uh, first podcast where I can call myself the councilman. The first podcast where you can officially call yourself councilman, Isaiah Thomas. Congratulations, my brother. Thank you. And thank you to it everybody took- in the listening audience for all your support and, and, uh, over the years. Tone, thank you, my brother, for no, supporting absolutely. me over the last decade. I was just, as we and you took, the, the, words, you took the words right out of my mouth. It you know, took the decade. It took the decade to realize this, uh, this gold is feet. But nevertheless, this gold is feet. This uh, gold is feet was realized. Um, and just to see you diligently work and work at it and work at it and work at it and finally get it and get it in the way that you got it. Like, like, like you drew, you drew, yo. I appreciate it, bro. You drew. I definitely do. I'm excited, man. Top two and really not to, but you know, <laughs> it's politics. No, it. no pun. It's politics. I no appreciate pun. it. But you know what I'm saying? Not only that, but he also come with gifts, man. I know if y'all uh, follow us on Facebook. Um, I need to put it on Instagram, uh, also on Twitter. But the councilman uh, started the year with a bang, man. He he got he got all decade teams. He got he got he he he, he started the controversy early, man. I mean, so I was thinking going, about I'm, my I'm four, 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 four ladies. I'm gonna give you the floor, man. Yeah, I was thinking about my four 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 listening audience and some of the things that I know folks like to engage in, and uh, you know all the other co-hosts. Yeah. I want to hear the, the criticism. <laughs> they definitely we we did. still need to go back to that early episode when we, we picked our NBA. Uh, picks for the season. I remember somebody picking the Bulls. Yeah. You know what I mean? So shout out to whoever picked the Bulls <laughs> to, to make the playoffs. That was a wild prediction. But anyway, so I did, Um, you know, thinking about the decade, I know the decade meant a lot for me personally, but I also think it meant a lot for Philly sports and sports in general. So I put together a couple of listed areas where, you know, I felt like I was knowledgeable enough to actually speak on and put this something together that I felt like had some credibility, but was also debate worthy. So Absolutely. it's the full, full, full podcast, mm-hmm. which just means, you know, we have Philly sports podcast. Absolutely. We so we got to start with the, the top Philly sports moments of the decade. And so for me, um, I put number five, um, the Philadelphia soul, which is like my little cheat pick because, you know, it's not <laughs> one particular event is them winning a series of, mm-hmm. of championships as well as championship appearances right. throughout the decade. I mean, if you look at the last decade, the Flyers really didn't accomplish nothing significantly. Um, the Phillies really didn't either. Um, the Sixers didn't, but I still included them, and I'll say why in a little bit. Right. So you kind of got to give the soul love just because of what they were able to accomplish as far as winning multiple championships right. um, in the last decade. And so at number four for me was the Sixers drafting Joel Embiid. Um, I think that when you look at when you look at where we were as a franchise as far as the series, uh, the series of seasons mm-hmm. that we spent tanking. Right. You know, he single handedly changed that. He did. And the pick itself was an accident. We didn't want Joel Embiid. Who, did, who we, was it that we wanted? We wanted Andrew Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins. or Jabari Parker. Jabari Parker. Mm. Look at what we ended up getting. The best out of both of them. Or the best out of the draft. Got a top right. So that's so that Damn. wasn't what we wanted, but is where we ended up settling. Because, because the, the Sixers do catch a lot of flack for the picks that they don't get. Yeah, I mean, and we've gotten it and wrong that's... more than we've gotten it right. <laughs> and the time we've gotten it right often is an accident, right? right? Like a Kyle Korver pick in the second round. Right. Like, you know, we get those things right, but in the first round, we're 
picking, you know, faults over the world and, you know, some other wild stuff that we've done all the way back for me until the B.J. Tyler era. So, you know, I'm used to this. Um, so us picking and beat, I think it changed the course of the franchise. Right. You know, we're to the point now where I'm pretty sure we'll talk later about the fact that we're supposed to be a contender and whether or not that's the case. Um, number three for me was the Villanova Championship in 2018. Absolutely. Um, you know, you that was um, for them their second championship of the decade. Uh-huh. Um, the one that wasn't as much of a thriller, but still spoke to a dominant performance in a team that put, you know, guys in the NBA. Yeah. Um, the number two for me was the Villanova 2016. That one was crazy. That was my first year out Cali, too. So I was really going crazy. So that, that one, also not just because of how it ended as far as the buzzer beater, but also because for us in Philadelphia, you know, that was our first parade in a long, long time. Long time. Yeah, that was our first parade in a long time. And then, of course, number one is, you know, easy. You, you had to be ready. under a rock. You had to, to be know. under a rock in 2018. <laughs> you know, the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles winning the Super Bowl in 2018 right. was the biggest moment of the decade as far as Philadelphia sports. Absolutely. Um, so, that's my list. I don't know you, you know, it's... I don't. I looked at it earlier in, in the week, and I couldn't, I couldn't come up with a moment... Um, that could supersede any of those. Myself, I'm not saying that there isn't one. Right. Myself, just looking at your list, I couldn't come up with a moment, and I also, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't juggle them. I could, I couldn't say, well, then let me try to rearrange it. Um, and it's crazy because I put up these lists, and that's the only list that didn't get a comment at all across the board. Oh well, I'll, I'll say you know this. I mean? I'll say this. So, I'll say, I'll say, instead of us drafting in B five, I'll say, I'll take a cheat. And I'll say uh, Allen Iverson becoming a Hall of Famer in this mm. decade. Mm. Definitely, I, definitely top five. That's what I'll say. It, it, it does matter significantly. You could probably take out the soul. I mean, yo, the soul, soul, soul. Whatever, yeah, whatever five was. Whatever yeah. five was. Yeah. No, I matter of fact, I'll take out JoJo. Okay. You I'll think? take out JoJo. Because why? for one, like we said, that was an accident. Yeah, it was. To the soul, even though it's uh, definitely uh, a, not a recognized sport, I've been to a couple games. Um, Me too. I, and I know uh, you got ties to the soul. I know mm-hmm. that. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. um, But um, uh, that's dominance in whatever sport that you have, and consistency. Yeah. So I don't, I don't want to take that out of the top five. All right. So I'll, I'll, like, I'll, I'll say I'll cheat, and I'll say because it's AI, because he spent the, uh, the bulk of his career in Philadelphia, and mainly because he has the affinity for Philadelphia that he has. You know what I'm saying? You can't tell AI that he's not Philadelphian. Right. Even now. Like, right. even That's today. True. That's true. When he talk about the Sixers, he say we. When he talk about this team, he say we. That's he true. roots for this team like, he root, like, like he's from here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, for that reason, I think him being recognized uh, as a Hall of Famer, as something that we always thought that he should have been. First ballot, it was up for it was up in the air. It was a conversation at a point. Is he? Isn't he? You know, uh... Uh, how they judge him and how you know what I mean things. I'm glad that it was a, a foregone conclusion that it was a no brainer for uh, for everybody involved in that voting process. AI is a first ball Hall of Famer and you know what I mean mm-hmm. braids and all baggy pants and I all. I can't argue with that. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know I like and that's why I, I like the debate. That. I like yeah, the dialogue. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like I the dialogue. I definitely see um, that. Okay, so I guess let's moving get into along. it, man. We know yeah, you got some more lists to give us. I um I do coach high school basketball and mm-hmm. I did for the entire decade, so yeah. I put together. You know, my top five players in the public league for the last decade. Okay. And, um, you know, I know uh, some other folks commented and some folks agreeing. Um, a lot that of folks agreeing. I saw that. That folks, was a good combo. With, uh, yeah, one, folks had, uh, one person had uh, a replacement for one of mine's, but uh, my top five, and I know everybody in the list don't watch high school basketball, but Rashid Jordan is, for me, 
to me is the public league player of the decade. Yeah. I um, you know, played. He just got released from prison too, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, but the thing with him is like, you know, his following. It's not just his game. Like his following was something like I had never seen yeah, man. for a high school kid. Probably since maybe like a Reese Rice, yeah. a Kobe. Yeah. Like you know, and I'm not saying he was superseded them or even was on their level, but just it was just a spectacle. That, it was like, a spectacle. It, it was something to see. Yeah. And and his performance in the public league championship Woo! and the loss and the loss and the loss when Vox played M Hotel. Yeah. Woo. Mm-hmm. And then. For me, the next four, in no particular order, were Brandon Austin. Um, mm-hmm. I thought Who he, he had, played against in yeah, that, in and that he championship. Had, yep, yep. And he had a, I just thought he had a really good uh, four years. And um, his team itself put together an amazing body of work over that time as well, too. Uh, Savon Goodman had the single most dominant year in the entire decade. Nobody had a senior year like he did um, at Constitution. I'm, I'm pretty sure they went on a playoff run every year that year. Where they won every public league game, they won a public league championship and a state yeah. championship. Because that's when early in the decade we was heavy down the chosen league, and we was that's when we got we was getting really good in our basketball. Mm-hmm. Thing, so. And I think he, I think they and literally they won running. every game by twenty, all the way through. I just remember and, seeing them at, at the chosen league, just being a man child. Yeah, he was a man amongst boys. Um, Maurice Watson, who wound up breaking. I don't remember. I well, think he, I've seen he, him play a couple. He times. broke a lot of records um, in School. the decade. Uh, boys Latin, okay. As far as like points, okay. you know, he. Um, okay. He passed folks. I think I'm pretty. He might. I, I should know this, but um, he. Um, I'm, I think he's one. I think he passed Reese and Will. I'm not sure. Yeah. I think so. Quietly like that. Well, was it quiet? Or just like we could we could we could Google it while we're talking. I'll pull right. it up before the podcast over. And then um, there's another kid who had a phenomenal uh, career at Emotet. Um, kid name is Fats. Uh, real name is Deron Russell. The kids call him Fats. Mm-hmm. So he had a phenomenal decade as well too. And uh, I will put him on the list as well. So, that that was the list that I came up with. Uh, there was, uh, you know, dialogue around replacing Savon with other people just because he didn't play in the public league right. for that uh, long. I think he only played a season and a half or maybe just a season. Probably actually a season. Um, but that one year was just, to right. me, that dominant that it deserves to be right. acknowledged in that capacity. So, um, that was my list for that. And again, listening to the audience of folks, you know, every, when we post it, you want to chime in. I'd love to hear Feedback and other people's thoughts on on that stuff. Um, I gotta look up Maurice Watson and see where he's at. Yeah, but then yeah, after that, gotta, yeah, I gotta do that. But um, then Watson. after that, I did the. Um, of course, I had to do the, my NBA all decade list, okay. and I, I I actually left it blank um, <laughs> as far as like the last two spots because you know I wanted to leave it open for um, folks to debate and be able to have that conversation about. Who they feel like? Who they feel like it should be? I it's, feel like the I feel like the top four is just solidified. Who's the top four of y'all's? Brian. Uh huh. If we going forwards, Brian. Um, I gotta go. KD. I agree. I gotta go. Steph. I agree. At the point guard. Mm hmm. Um, at the two. See, I didn't pick it by position. By position, I just, just picked, picked five yeah. best. I picked. I Kawhi picked is in there. It got like it's them. Them is the four. It gotta be Steph, Kawhi, KD, and Brian. Just because of the dominance over the decade, like those four were familiar, were very familiar faces over this entire decade. You know what I mean? When you're talking about the, the pinnacle of basketball. Um, 
Yeah, I, the fifth can be in, it, the fifth is a wild card. The fifth, yeah, can I agree. Be anybody. So for five, me personally, I picked Dwayne Wade for five um, for multiple reasons. I think uh, when you look at Dwayne Wade's body of work, he's probably one of the top five greatest shooting guards of all time. Right. And he's definitely not the shooting guard of the decade before right. because that's Kobe. His championships came in this decade. Um, he was at his prime in this decade. Right, I believe around 2010, 2011, when Brian got there, and him and Brian was together in the beginning. To me, that's his prime right there, and right there before Brian got there. So it's the end of the last decade, right. going into this decade. He's one of the greatest shooting guards of all time. Multiple championships uh, taught Brian really how to win championships and helped Brian get to the point to to winning championships. I should say taught him, but helped Brian get to the point of winning championships. So I think his impact on the decade itself, his impact on Brian. Um, to me, puts him there. And when I look at who's on my second team, I don't think anybody on his second team deserves to be on the first team over Dwayne Wade, not for this decade. Um, so that's how I got to him as my fifth. And then my second team, I go James Harden. Um, me personally, I go Russell Westbrook. I don't think you can average a triple-double multiple times in a decade right. and not be on and the all-decade all team. Um, I go Kobe. Uh, Kobe won his championship. How many in years didn't Kobe play in this? He only he only missed set. a couple, but he um he he. I'm talking about just the last ones. Not you, you can count him. I'm counting him actively playing. Not if if he was injured. I'm still counting actively playing. I'm talking about after he retired. How many? It's only been like he a only couple like two years. years removed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so he's played the majority, the vast majority of the decade. Right. He he has, and he even won a championship in a decade. Um, I'm pretty sure 2010. Right. Was the Lakers championship? That's what I was about to say. It was 2009, 2010 when they won. Champ- I think it was 2010. Right? And what what you end up happening in a decade early on is them still competing. You have Kobe still playing. At an extremely high level, and when you look at the other players in the decade, you know who deserves to be on the team over Kobe. Now, when I looked at my last four for two spots, my last four came down to Dirk Nowinski, Chris Paul, Tim Duncan, and a Greek freak. I was I was considering I don't like him, but I was thinking about Chris Paul could be one of the names that go into that fifth spot. I was thinking. Kobe could be one of the one of the guys that go into that fifth spot, but Kobe. I don't think Kobe I can put Kobe first, first team. Yeah, that's, and I was decade. saying that even though he has a chip in this decade, even though he played the majority of this decade, even though he went out scoring sixty in this decade, right? Um, I don't. I, I think Dwayne Wade. I think, and you may have you may have swayed me because I was I was undecided. It's just a couple. Like I'm throwing these names out here. I was thinking hard, and I was thinking Westbrook just for that fifth spot. Um, like you were saying, I don't think any of those guys can be put over Dwayne Wade. I don't think. I don't think. Yeah. I so, and the thing is, is that their stats are marvelous. I'm talking. And I'm talking. So when I and I need to get this straight because when I talk basketball, it's a combination of things and mostly, bingo. Mostly is took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, mostly is eye. It's a lot of eye tests. There for it me. is. It's a you lot of eye tests for me, and I can't. And talk. the eye test says, "Yo, I see what Harden do. He I is, see it. He's I a flamethrower, yeah. right? But I also see that there be times where he just." Can't throw a rock in the ocean. Right. And at the end of the day, the way this game is paid as far as pace and number of possessions, stats are are, are going to be more. Because yeah. it's more possessions. So with yeah. that being said, my eye test tell me there's no – I haven't seen a James Harding that's better than a Dwayne Wade. Right. I haven't seen a prime James Harding that's better, better than, than a prime, prime Dwayne, Dwayne Wade. Wade. I haven't I, seen I, that I'm going to have to agree. Especially on a defensive end. Yeah. 
Talk about a two-way player. So, a two-way player who at one point was a top five player in the game. Yeah. Both ways, Paul. So, there you go. I'm not – there's no way I can I can do that. So, so yeah, and just just jogging my mind and hearing you talk and say that, that's what, I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm, and, I'm, and, and, and in my mind, I'm fishing to put somebody over Dwayne Wade, but I can't. So – I just can't. And so, for me, you know, the last two spots are tough because Dirk won a championship in the decade – but not an MVP. Right. Finals MVP, but no regular MVP. I fought Dirk for the last spot, for the last spot too. Tim Duncan has won multiple championships in a decade. Absolutely. And Chris Paul, while not my favorite person of the decade, deserves to be under consideration. So, that's where I came up with. And um, you know, I think that that's the that's the core of people. That's in the conversation for all decade. And some people had like a mean? Paul George on the list. Uh, yeah, I couldn't do it. I see Marcus Hall on the list. Uh, couldn't do it. Not no. Me, me personally, mm-hmm. I couldn't. I haven't seen a Dwight Howard on the list, which is you know mm-hmm. a non-starter for me. Um, so, with that being said, and my that's last... probably people going by position. Yeah. Me. I mean, and I mean, at the, the end of the day, I went with front court and back court. Me personally. That's cool. So my last two picks are actually, um, I believe the last two picks should be Dirk Nowinski and Tim Duncan. Guys that won championships during the decade who have um, the body of work to be deserved to be talked about in a decade. I think for me, Chris Paul, um, you know, I think he let them guys snatch the decade from him. Yeah, this should have been his decade. But why does he deserve? Like, why do I deserve? Like, You know what I mean? Like, I have my... He let them do it? Well, I just... You know, he, he didn't have to do the State Farm commercial with, with, <laughs> with Steph Curry going up and him going down. The, the You know, like Steph's going up the escalator. You're going down the escalator. Oh, like, I never even peeped that, though. Oh, yeah, he did it early on. Oh, remember? yeah, he did it. <laughs> there had to be a script to that, right? I Somebody ain't even had to give like a script Damn. and say, this is, yo, action. <laughs> so, come on. like No, nah, I don't, I don't, um, I don't know. I just... You know, it's this was supposed to be his decade. It and was, I, and, man. I'm, and, I'm, and, and maybe he's on the all decade team for last decade. I haven't given it the level of thought that it probably deserves. But I just, you know, I can't. I, I just can't put him on the list. Right. Not Where's, over. Not over Duncan or Dirk. What is your What is your synopsis? And we haven't even talked about this. We can we can have a little conversation about this too. What is your synopsis of Melo this decade? I, mean, I think he's been, you know, of course, towards the tail end of the decade, it hasn't been the best for him. But at the end of the day, Melo's biggest issue was when he chose to go to New York over Chicago. Yeah. You know, and at the end of the day, you can't play your whole career not being a winner at all and think that you're going to be mentioned amongst the greats. Yeah. That was his choice. He chose New York. He did, where, he's this generation's Barkley, though. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't say Barkley because Barkley, Barkley at when some point said, yo, I got to get out of here and go yeah. somewhere where I can win. Can't you know, call it, Kevin you gotta Garnett call him did Mello. it. You gotta call him Mello because even Carl Malone made it to the made it to the chip. Car, uh, Kevin Garnett, you know, had to get out of there. Um, even AI took a team to the finals. You know, it's tough to be uh, a great and you know say that you never even came close. He did, he did his generation as Bernard King, like he always wanted to be. Well, he got his wish. Um, <laughs> so I mean, that's my list for the uh, all decade gotcha. team, and I know. Um, I know you want to talk a little sixes to close this thing out. Um, but before we do, we got to give a shout out to the Eagles. I don't give the Eagles 
the the respect they deserve. Absolutely. Um, but you know, shout out definitely to them shout out for, to them. Congratulations. Yeah, making a making. I'm a, not making jumping out the window. Am I am I rooting for my team? Yes. Am I a fan? Yes. Do my eyes work? Also, yes. Like that's all I be trying to tell people. Like I, I'm I'm looking at this is not the brand of football that I want. I can't I can't for lack of a better term put sugar on shit and be trying to you know what I mean like I see Boston. Scott is doing this thing. Like I see Greg Ward is doing his thing. Like I ain't I ain't really, you know, like them not the guy. We gotta go, we gotta go with these guys. I'm not really the guys I wanna go to war with. Right. Like, I'm not going to Vegas with them guys. You feel what I'm saying? So But I'm definitely rooting for the Eagles, man. Um and I wanna be wrong. I want the Eagles to go on a run, a miraculous run to win the Super Bowl. Prove me wrong. Make me eat my words. I'm never uh, afraid to say I'm wrong when I'm wrong, man. But just from what mine eyes see right now, it's it's bleak, man. It's real. It's 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 real bleak, man. But um, yeah. Game time Sunday. Uh, we play against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, they just signed back Beast Mode and Robert Turbin. I was talking with my guy Cliff the other day. We were trying to record before the computer went down. If the audio sound a little bit uh, wild open, that's because we recording. We thugging it straight off the phone, man. I gotta bring it to y'all. Uh, but um. Uh, the Seahawks just signed Marshawn Lynch and Robert Turbin, um, two players, uh, former players who are familiar with the playbook because uh, they're all of their running backs are down. So we do have that working in our favor. They are a better team, but they have the uh, the MVP runner up on their team and Russell Wilson. So we'll see what happens, man. Sunday when the ball goes up. But uh, without further ado, uh, what everybody's probably here hitting play on from whatever I decide to put this album art, whatever I decide to call this episode. Your Philadelphia 76ers. I mean, I think right now the thing that's bothering everybody is the fact that we still don't know who we are. Right. And it's worrying people. And it just doesn't worry me. Um, I, I, I think the only thing that worries me is the question of is Brett Brown the right coach? Um, no. I, you know I'm, the answer to that question. I mean, I don't want to say no because this is who we have right He's now. He's not the right coach. You don't want to get rid of a coach in the middle of a season. I definitely don't. I and know. I don't so want to be that. part of the riffraff that's saying he's not the right coach. So I'd rather just say, you know, that's the biggest concern I have is I feel like our style of basketball still doesn't fit our personnel and it's December. What is our style of basketball? Well, we shoot a lot of threes. Why? Why are we doing that? I, there's something about the numbers and the stats and how the game is changing. Analytics? Analytics. Oh, my God, man. So, I mean, for me, what I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about it because I don't know what team we are. And I think we're the team who played against the Bucks. I think we're the team nah, who, man. on Christmas Day, I, I think that's who the team yeah, we are. That's the team we can be. I don't think that's the team that we are. Because Which is, yeah, I, mean, I can't argue that. One thing that comes with being that is consistency. Right. And that's the main thing that we don't have, we haven't learned. I don't think that we're working towards. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't feel that. I still remain the same in saying I don't think Brett Brown can, uh, can pull out of these guys any, any more, any more fight, any more than what we already have. We are topped out at what we have as far as talent, as far as energy, as far as effort that we put forth. This is what it is. These guys not going to give you no more. You know what I'm saying? Then what you've seen in that Bucks game. And that's only when they choose to do that. That's the frustrating part about it. That's number one. Number two, this is not a championship roster. Moves have to be made. It's not a championship roster that we have. I don't. I just don't see it as being a championship roster. I don't see it. So, I think it. I think it depends on matchups, and I, and that's not a good position to be in. So I think this roster, as is, 
matches up well with the Lakers, but not too well with the Clippers. I think this roster as is or matches up, up, up well with the Bucks. But does it match up well with the, the heat, heat and the paper and the, and the Pacers? And, the and that's see what I'm that's, saying. I understand completely what you're saying. So in saying that, and to piggyback off what you're saying, me personally, I'm not. I'm, I can't even look at what we look like against the Lakers and the Clippers. I'm not judging us on that. I'm. I gotta judge us on what we look like against the Heat and the Pacers because we ultimately gotta get past. We. I don't want us to look up and it be April. We haven't fixed anything, and we be the team that you. That's that's getting crap. And look, we. It can go down. Do you think Brett Brett Brown's job is on the line this season? I think his job is absolutely on the line. I don't want to see him go in the middle of the season either because there's no. It's because that's. I I I don't know the team that won a championship that got that fired their coach in the middle of the season. I don't know that. Right. I, Brian, I've never seen Brian that. Did. Brian did. Talu first year, remember? Okay, all right. That's but that's like you said, it's not normal. It's Especially not, when you fire yeah. the coach in the middle of the season. Yeah, you feel what I'm that saying? So I'm not really, you know what I mean? And a lot went on for for them to get that chip. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm not really <laughs> confident in, you know what I mean? A cohesive our, our team just becoming ultimately cohesive after we fire Brett Brown. I'm just what I've been doing, holding everybody accountable. I don't feel like I'm a part of the the mob that's saying because I've been saying this when nobody was saying it. Like I said, because a lot of what I do is off of the eye test. I've been looking. I've been seeing the play calls. I've been seeing the trends. I've been seeing all of that. Um, I think a move has to be made. If we can deal or move, if I've seen something, I don't know how true it is. But if we can move, um, um, what's his name? Uh, Al Horford for uh, uh, CJ McCollum. I'm with that. That's a start. I don't really want to trade Al Horford for me personally, but... For CJ McCollum, I would do. That's what I'm saying. Otherwise, otherwise, I wouldn't really no. want to trade him. I, I don't. I think the Al Horford piece is a playoff piece, and I'm not asking Al. This is the thing, right? We're basically asking Al Horford to be somebody he's not. Right. So I don't really blame Al Horford when his you know uh, productivity isn't where folks might like it to be because we're basically asking him to be the stretch four that he's really not. Right. He's never really been. A stretch four to the point where as though he's catching and shooting threes. Right. I'll bet Al Horford is averaging a career high in three point attempts. And I haven't Googled that or anything, but I'll just from the style of play and watching Sixers games, this man is shooting a lot more threes than I've ever <laughs> seen him shoot. Um, so, I, but I don't, I wouldn't want to get rid of him because I think he's a, he's a, he, he can be a key piece in a playoff run. Right. I think, and I think when you look at, the idea of winning the championship, yeah, Kawhi Leonard um, looked good for the Pacers, but man, Marcus Saul was a key piece, and so was Ibaka. And so, at the end of the day, you know, all those pieces matter, not just the Embiid and the Ben Simmons. And I think he can be the key piece in the playoff run, especially when the game slow down right. and you got to get stops and points in the half court, and that's his game. Yeah, but when, what, like, what, what? I just the spacing looks terrible out there. Everything looks terrible to me, man. And I, I just think is, I think some games we play with a different level of urgency and effort than other games. And I think that and, that's, it's, and for us, it's defense. That's the key for us because on offense, you know, we're kind of going to be who we are as far as like these sets and plays that Brett Brown run and rotate the possessions. And is this person play ran and this person play ran? You know, that's a lot of how we play. You can tell. All right, all right, we're calling this person's number. All right, we're running this play for this person. Now we're going to run plays. That's why you kind of get frustrated sometimes because when Embiid is on the three-point line, it's the play that the coach called. It's not him saying, I don't want to go into the paint this play. 
in transition, it might happen sometimes, but a lot of times it's the coach from the bench our calling trans- the play, Ben running that play, and then speaking running. of which, our transition stinks, man. I mean, I blame Ben Simmons for that. I don't blame the coach for that. This dude, this dude runs up court full speed with no intention to shoot. <laughs> that has to stop. You know what I mean? You 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 didn't you didn't track a double team. It's a fast break. You're supposed to draw two if you can, and at your size and athletic ability, if it's one on one, well then you have to go. Right. You gotta go, buddy. There's no right. they didn't help. Nobody committed anything. It's not always three on two. Sometimes it's three on three. You gotta draw one to kick. Yeah, I, I know. So yeah, I'm, so I'm I'm a little worried about the Sixers in the sense of the coaching side. That side hasn't really made me feel good. Right. But I am not worried about the roster and the personnel because I feel like we're built for the playoffs. And if a move is made, we won't get worse. Like a I don't think needs to, a move needs to be made. I think a move needs to be made, but I don't think it has to be a trade. I think somebody signing, signing somebody off of waivers. J.R. Smith. Maybe not him. <laughs> Maybe not him. I would choose Nick Young before J.R. Smith, me personally, even though he comes with a little drama. I just think from a basketball perspective, he's more inclined to not make the bonehead play on offense. Nick Young will take the bad shot, but probably won't take the bonehead play. J.R. Smith will have a bonehead yeah. play on top of the bad shot. I'm heavy in the podcast world, man. And from a from a personal standpoint, I just think that J.R. Smith is he wants to play basketball a little. He probably a little probably want to play basketball a little bit more than Nick Young. Right okay, now. that matters. That 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 matters. Like, he's too. saying who, that like who's in better shape? He's who, who actually has. has you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Young. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I know J.R. Smith is actively keeping himself in shape, and he's I, I've seen him on podcasts. Um. You know what I'm saying? Saying actively like I'm, I'm, I'm here. Like, uh, how many teams don't want to shoot or doing this to like that? I know, my, I know the game. I know. You know what I'm saying? He's sounding like he really want a contract. Like he want to play for somebody. On the other hand, I see Nick Young out here. I ain't seen him mention nothing about. I got you. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm I get what you. you're saying from a basketball sure, standpoint. Sure, now sure. let me give you a real life standpoint. And that part matters <laughs> way more. So I think. All right, so, so I feel you though. Uh, this is the last thing I would like to see. I right, CJ McCollum for Al Horford. It would hurt me. You know, I like Al built for the playoffs, but you can't turn down that because that CJ McCollum makes you built long term. Yeah, not man. just for a one yeah. year run this year. Yeah, and um, that, and that, and that make you not mad at when this Joker come down fast break. And he's not shooting the ball. Oh, yeah, when he, he got give a real it to gunner. CJ, he's not oh, getting he that shit back. We got you know how many times he passed the ball and gets it back with these yeah. jokers that we yeah. got on this roster? That's yeah. what I'm saying. So the last person I would like to see if we can't get him, get CJ McCullough, is whose name I've been seeing floating out there. You know, I would love if we can maintain our starting five mm-hmm. and find a way to get Drew Holiday. How you going to do that without a trade? I mean, it has to be a trade involved. I'm just saying... A starter not be the person that we trade. Who then? Who you going? I mean, if they got to get in with a third team or something. I mean, I think to... I think we do have a good young piece or two in uh, in uh, Ty uh, Matisse, and um, I mean, I don't really like Cork Mines, but it seems like other people do. I don't know why people like <laughs> Cork so much. Um, Cork Mines like Gotti. We got the other young kid. They might be looking to tank. Pretty soon, so you got to get rid of pieces if you want to do that. We'll give him a couple future draft picks. Um, what was the bull name that played that? That's name was Gotti. Wasn't that played that common break when we was in college? <laughs> he was on the team, right? Uh, but no, I would love to get Drew Holiday. I think yeah. if you, I think if you add Drew Holiday to this roster, I think he's a perfect compliment. 
two-way player, the ultimate set if shooter, Drew Holiday don't even have the if ball. Drew Holiday comes back. Polish on and off the court. If Drew Holiday comes back, we had to officially abandon the process moniker because the process will then have come full circle if Drew, if Drew Holiday <laughs> comes back. Which would be happen, crazy. Which would be crazy. I never wanted to see him go. I've always either. been this player that... It was crazy because when we first had him, I didn't want to see him go. And when we gave him up for... Um, the picks we ended up getting Michael Carter Williams, Nerlens Noel, maybe I think was the two mm. picks that we got. Ugh. And in the beginning, Ugh. it wasn't bad because it was. I don't know if the Embiid pick came from that too, because there's a chance it could have. I'm it not could've. sure. But um, in the beginning, you weren't that mad because you're like, oh, you know, he got Michael Carter Williams. It's not that bad. You could see him getting better, you know. But the dump shot never developed. You know, we ended up trading him, and you know, we see where that ended up. Drew Holiday, man, I would love to see you come back to Philly. I know you would love to come back to Philly. He understands the Philly fans as well, too. Right. You know, so. Right, man. And you just understand this game of basketball also. You make a lot of sound decisions. So, for me, I know true for combo long guard. True combo true guard. True combo guard. True combo guard. Yep. You don't see. T- you mean, some yep. pe- a lot of these dudes are shooting guards that just got the ball in their hand. They don't know when to go point guard, when to go shooting guard. You know C- what I'm saying? CJ. Exactly. Westbrook. Exactly. This bull Drew Holiday, it's like a switch he got. All right, I, I could be the two now. All right, let me fall back and get it. Like, it's, you, can, you can clearly see it. Like, true combo. And he can guard both positions. Ooh, Kenny. Yeah. Um, so that's, for me, I would love to see him. And, and imagine him in his prime right now, given an opportunity to compete for an NBA championship. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's just my stance, man. I could be wrong. But I, I I don't like this I don't like this roster to win a championship I just don't this roster as is don't like it to win a championship I don't like this roster to stay the same I would love I I'm, I don't I think hope they, I don't that, think they want to just the rock out with this roster so I guess that's why I'm not as worried I'm, I'm not worried I'm just the, don't I'm just I'm just I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm assessing not saying you're worried right, but I feel you but we can see that I'm there's assessing been a panic among Sixers yeah fans. a lot of times and when I'm people not see worried. a lot of times when people see me or when I talk on social media like you know me and I, I the way I talk or the way I may type or whatever sure people, I'm not worried I'm assessing like right and people get mad at me like oh you you throwing the Sixers in the trash no I'm not like I don't watch the Lakers every damn night you know what I'm saying I don't watch the Mavericks every night you know what I'm saying I watch the Sixers every night for years now. This is my team. If I can't critique and assess this team, what team should I talk about? Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, you don't check your friends when they when they slacking. You don't want to see them do the best that they can do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I mean, I, I don't know other people. You know what I'm saying? I, I see the bright spots. But th- these bright spots have been the same bright spots. I overstand our bright spots. You feel what I'm saying? Right. I need to see some other stuff developing in year three of this at this point. I'm not satisfied with just getting... Third in the in, in the in the in the in the in the East, which is not a lot for us to do. The way stuff is trending, like I know we always go on our run at the end of the season and this that and what have you, but this roster as is, we need a move. I'm not mad if we make a trade, and I'm not mad if we make a signing for somebody. But something has to happen. We need another shooter. We need somebody who can who can who can who can score. Like we had. We had that last year for the first time in a long time, and it felt really good to just know that. Even and I even watch him play for the Heat a little bit. I watch him play against us for the Heat, and he does it the same way. Look at his stats; he be having like eight points, four rebounds at like midway through the third. Then he just turns it on. In the game, be like twenty four nine seven. 
finished it. He had the ball in his hand. All the possessions made all the good. Like, see what I'm saying? Like, yep. we don't have that this year. Yep. Tobias ain't that. Like, I don't know why we, why we – I mean, I get it. He's, a, he's a good piece. He's a good piece. But, but he's not that. He's not that. It's just different. You got to understand pace. Even in that Toronto game, you Jimmy has you relaxing the Toronto. That's why the the, the 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 shot hurt so much. Jimmy just eased all your fears. The whole from the whole game, that game was topsy turvy up and down. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy just eased your fears the, in the easiest, most simplest way. So you know what I mean. And I'm not saying that we. Sh- I'm not having that conversation or bringing that conversation up of who we should have. That's water well, under we the know bridge. Jimmy I'm just didn't want to be here. Yeah, I'm just saying what we. I'm just saying what, what we need. Yeah, that's why I said Drew Holiday. Yeah, and that's Drew Holiday that, of that ilk. I think of he that brings ilk. that, that level of poise, leadership, absolutely, and ability to know when to turn absolutely. it on and when to turn absolutely. it off. Absolutely. So I'm not. I don't want our listeners to be misconstrued and saying yeah. I want Jimmy uh, Jimmy Butler. No, not yeah. at all. I'm saying that we, we're missing what he brought to the table. We agree, need, 100%. We need that and and something and somebody. You yep, know what I mean? I agree. Even if somebody, let's just say, goes on all-star break and comes back in an enigma and does it. I would love him. You <laughs> feel what I'm saying? We just need somebody to do that. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So that's all, that's, that's all it is. You know what I mean? Right. And basically what we're asking for is somebody to clean up for Ben Simmons' deficiencies. Yeah, man. Yeah. Him, that's the problem because if you, if we would have got the Ben Simmons that we thought we would get in the beginning of the right. season, you wouldn't be asking for this level yeah, that's of play. Smoking mirrors, he was putting up oh, at C. Brickley's. Man. Oh man, he got us at C. Bri- out there with C. Brickley and Rico Hines putting I, up I them, sm- them smoking mirrors. Yeah, I'm guilty. I, I definitely fell for it. I thought it was going to be a different Ben this season. It, yeah, it, it's not. But even if he's not a different Ben, all right. Well, then I ain't gonna say that. So let's bring up this conversation. And I, don't, I think you might have even been the one that brought it up to me. I'm not sure. It might have been either you or uh, or Preston. Um, it might have been either you or Preston. Uh, in the in the in the unfortunate event that you got to choose, which one are you taking and why between Ben and JoJo? Um, today I'm taking Embiid, no question about it, um, because he's a top five player in his game. Um, it, it is very hard to find a player like him, and I mean, I the Ben Ben's deficiencies they worry me too much. Right. Like, just how do you teach somebody to score? To, like, you know what I'm saying? At this phase of the game, I don't know will he ever become more aggressive. Like, it's not about, you know, we watch other people play. You watch the development of the Greek freak. You watch the development of other style of players who are similar to this LeBron hybrid player that we're starting to see. I'm not saying LeBron started it. You had guys like Lamar Odom and Pippen and, you know, and it's, so it's, it's it's a legacy of it, but we're seeing more and more of it now. I think Anthony Davis is like the ultimate hybrid. Yeah. You know what I mean? But these guys, these style of players that we're seeing, you know, the one thing is is that you got to shoot the ball. You got to attempt shots. Like, even the Greek freak, when he played this, we literally left him open all game. But I do respect the fact that he shot the ball. He attempted it. He probably shot more than he should have. Right. But he still, you know, he looked to score, and it didn't fall for him that game. But he's the MVP of the league. Clearly, it falls more now than it did in the past. And he's progressively getting better because he's trying it more and more. I, I don't know. Ben's deficiencies worry me way too much. Now, I get why people would take Ben Simmons because of the durability side and the upside and the fact that he does play both ends of the floor. And he yeah. is, you know, Embiid's conditioning is an issue and he could be injury prone and all that. But I'm not winning the championship with Ben Simmons. Yeah, not this I'm, Ben Simmons, I say. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely one. I could win the championship I'm, with this I'm Embiid. I'm definitely on that side of the coin. I'm definitely taking Ben just for the simple fact that I don't trust Embiid's durability. Um... Yeah, and I mean, that's a safe bet. I don't trust Embiid's durability, one. Two, I don't know who else won Ben Simmons. Like, I don't know who else want to deal with that, looking at it as is. I don't know where else he fit. 
and less. And then I think I I, I and then I, I think we can get back more for MB. I think we can get Of course you can get more for MB. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna get way more for MB and that's where get all your scoring. Like I said, you gotta get people up on this team that when Ben passed it, he ain't getting it back. They putting it up. Yeah, I mean, of course you'll you'll get more for Embiid. So, I mean, he's a top top ten, absolutely. In my opinion, top five, but absolutely. in everyone's opinion, top ten player in the game. I think so you I getting. I think you getting. You getting of course, I think you getting poo poo back if you try to move Ben. I mean, so I think you, I think, and not only that. Well, not well. I'm, and I don't care either way. But they, everybody say if Ben go, Brett, uh, Brett, uh, Brett Brown go. Or they're saying that they're actually the other way around. If Brett Brown go, then Ben goes. Or whatever that, uh, uh, whatever that nature. But um, I mean, this isn't what I'm saying. I, you're not winning a championship with Ben Simmons as your best player. I think you I'll, can. And, I don't, and that's what I'm saying. You I don't can think, win a championship. I don't. With I don't. Best player. But what I'm saying is, I think that you can. I think you can trade. I think you can trade and be the way and get your best player and have Ben Simmons on the roster. Is is what I'm saying. Whoever you trade and be for won't be good enough to win a championship. There's no player in this league that you can trade and be for. Not even one player. It's going to be a player and some... It's going to be a couple coming back. It's going to be... So now we're building for the future all over again. Yeah. So I just went through this whole tanking process just to get to this point. Yeah, well, they did, they, they did that anyway. They did that anyway. They're doing that anyway. They're about to do that shit anyway. They're about I to hope start not. over anyway. I hope not. Yeah. I well, hope we can get another at least season or two out of yeah, this well, combination. Well... Make a run for it. We'll I see, hope man, not. But I, don't, I don't know. It it's looks, a bad way to end the four 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 podcast. It is. It's a risk. The man's realistic. I know what I see. I know what I see out there, man. And I and I want to be optimistic, but I don't. Old habits die hard, and they're not changing them, man. They just don't change them. It's a Philadelphia thing. I mean, we'll be. I'll, I personally will be slamming the sisters, sixes as often as I can. <laughs> we go back into. I mean, you you can't get to this point to now trade and be. You gotta rock. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I just think you gotta I, rock. No, that, and that's why I said in the unfortunate case. Yeah, I get you. I know, but case. I, I gotta just because again, I, yeah, I guess I don't if want got, it to be that. If you got to the case. point where you had to make a trade, I see why most people would pick Ben, right? Because that means that the MB journey didn't work. Right. So now you're saying, all right, well, I'm gonna trade MB because I'll get more value for him, and I gotta start all over, you know. And I'll keep Ben because he's younger, he's durable. Maybe he'll be a different player in the future, and then maybe I'll trade him. You know, it's a lot of different things, but trading. MB does speak start all over. Trading Ben does say I'm trying to win now and he's not the right piece. So I don't want to start all over. <laughs> but I get it, right? If I was yeah, thinking now, trade for a long term. Whoever you bring back, MB still going to be messing the spacing up. Like, no, I don't think MB messes the spacing up. I do. I don't. I disagree with that. I think Ben messes the spacing up more than MB. Much more. I don't think there are many fives who can play the perimeter way MB does. But look at Ben. Can't don't even want to shoot a jump shot. Don't go a whole forty eight minutes and don't take a jump shot. When Embiid didn't even play, okay. Didn't no, even he's play. he's okay with guys coming off the bench having more shot attempts than him. That's a disgrace. If he, especially the guys that we got coming off the bench, it ain't like Lou Williams coming off the bench here. The guys that are coming off the bench are ragtag. Mike Scott's our best guy off the bench. Right. That's what I'm saying, man. So that's what I'm saying. I agree. The roster, so there will, I think there will be a move. But right. at the end of the so day, MB, part of the MB problem is... missing games? Well, see, that's a whole other conversation. We yeah, could do an man. episode just about that. I'm, we'll tired of all of, I'm tired of this hamster... And that's, that's the exact term that I use. We are hamster wheeling, man. I tore this Facebook, group, uh, this Facebook group up. They be getting mad at me and arguing with me. But I just be trying to be real. I said we hamster wheel. And I told them that on December 19th. Since December 19th, and we playing right now, you can get a score. But since December 19th, we 3-3. Three and three. What is 3-3? Three and three? 
is hamster willing. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. Hamster willing was my exact words. What we doing? We not necessarily getting worse, but we damn sure not getting better. It is. We just chasing our tail. We chasing our tail right now. We're trying to figure out. Who How can we are. that not be annoying to you? It's not annoying to me because I I I know I have the confidence that we'll go on that ten game win streak or whatever it is. Yeah, we to gotta start sure imposing whatever our will is. We have to start imposing that and playing that game every night, night in and night out. Yeah. That's. What I just don't see. I think like we're it's just a wild at, card how we win every night. Yeah, we're just at a midseason fog right now. You know what I mean? But, you know, I guess that's our vent about the Sixers. Yeah, I've only been, I've, and I've only just started talking recently. I've kept my mouth shut the whole season. I've been watching every game and seeing what I'm seeing and taking into the account it's only the beginning of the season. But I don't like that because we, we, we not. You know what I'm saying? Like we've been there the last. It's a it's a certain that team that you seen turn the corner after they've been to the last two the two even even our team. Think about our team, yo. Think about uh think about when we went to the, the team when we went to the finals with AI and them. Remember we just couldn't get over that second round hump. Yep. Against whoever we was playing against, we just couldn't get over it. Yep. When we came back that next year, though, we came out like gangbusters. Yep. We had the best record in the league because we understood, yo, if we won't go past this point. We got to change something. It's something. To, it's a reason why we keep hitting this hump right here. And I don't see them doing that. I see them about to hit the same hump. That's all I'm saying. They about to hit that same hump, yo. Like, right, right. No that's argument. all I'm saying. We're going to keep watching. We'll keep uh, watching. We'll keep talking. You know, we appreciate the Congratulations again. I By appreciate the time it, this airs, you're for sure going to be uh, official. I'm going to be there. I just got my ticket. I will be there in attendance. Um, I appreciate it. I appreciate the support of the listening audience. Make sure y'all keep tuning in to the 444 podcast. Absolutely. I'm going to have good stuff on social media leading up to it. Then, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll release it and make sure that um, we have a good time. Yeah. Listen, 444 podcast, Uptown Tone. Like, listen, subscribe, follow. We back for 2020. Sorry for the delay. Love y'all, man.